0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. One of America's absolute biggest consumer facing brands and companies that everyone knows and uses is now embracing GPT technology and that is Walmart. So in a recent interview with VentureBeat, The vice president of emerging technology at walmart his name is desiree gosby he was talking and he said that for them at walmart um, gpt4 is going to be as big a shift as mobile in terms of how their customers are going to expect to interact with them so this is really interesting coming from such a big company right Um, a lot of times when we see these big companies especially when you know when you think of walmart you don't necessarily think of a tech company you more think of like you know they've got all these big stores maybe more logistics and that kind of stuff um but walmart has been pretty um pretty forthcoming on tech and i think that they understand that if they're not uh right there on the cutting edge of tech they have big companies like amazon who are who are going to absolutely eat their lunch so I think walmart is putting a really big focus on this i've seen you know i have a bunch of friends that work uh, in tech at walmart and i've seen this for uh quite uh for a quite a long time quite a number of years they actually have been putting a focus on this you know what's interesting is they're about to start implementing a lot of this uh gpt technology but they've done similar stuff in the past and as you know as it is right now they have over 20 different ai experiences integrated into Walmart from logistics to, you know, uh, inventory tracking and a whole bunch of other different things that we may not see on the front end. But now from a user's perspective, I believe Walmart just revamped all of their, you know, website and app design. And now they're about to get into GPT-4. So one of the biggest reasons they're doing this and one of the biggest things that they're planning on doing this um, is so that it can boost their existing uh, offerings, such as text to shop, which essentially allows customers to add walmart products to their cart by texting or speaking the names of the items that they need um and obviously gpt4 is just such a powerful technology for this so uh specifically what gosby said is that we've had a platform that has allowed teams across walmart to build conversational experiences for about five years so this is nothing new for um, walmart but they did say that we focus on building a natural language understanding capability that is retail specific so kind of like how I recently on a podcast talked about Bloomberg going specifically into finance with Bloomberg GPT. It looks like Walmart is going to be going into a retail specific uh, style of GPT. And what's interesting is um, Walmart is I believe partnered with OpenAI AI uh, for GPT four and integrating that, but they have also expressed, um, they've expressed that they do have a lot of their own data and that they're able to incorporate and fine tune uh, existing models with their own data. In a way that is powerful and proprietary to them. A lot of their competitors will not have such a vast amount of data. Walmart is such a massive company. And I think what a lot of people don't know is that um, these big, huge retailers, they do track, right, like what types of inventory sell, what types of, you know, what times of years, what times of day. Like there's so much data um, that they have collected over the years that it is actually going to make for a really, really powerful fine-tuning of these AI models. So getting into... um, you know exactly exactly what this looks like i think walmart has close to two dozen different experiences using um gpt4 for natural language understanding capabilities right now that they've built out um, and that's including a chat bot that around a million walmart associates uh interact with for customer support so, obviously, a lot of big companies have integrated this kind of stuff for customer support. That's pretty big. Um, but I do think it is a big step for them, considering they're just such a massive company. Um, and I think that it's going to be pretty interesting. Large, like, these these models, like GPT-3 and 4, are starting to allow Walmart now to go beyond just, um, you know, tax, task-based chatbots. So, you know, adding, like, a product to your shopping cart or whatever that they've done in the past to actually problem-based chatbots, So allowing that people like users to express, you know, what they need in natural language. Um, and I think the, you know, the holy grail or whatever for Walmart when it comes to conversational AI um, is gonna be if Walmart can really leverage ChatGPT like experiences or models to anticipate what uh, customers are looking for. And they've actually said this. So uh, Gosby l- literally said, uh, you know, he said, he admitted that it's, you know, borderline creepy, but they want to be able to predict what customers want before they want it or what they're going to need before they need it. Um, and he said that if they can figure out how to implement uh, the idea safely and responsibly, um, you know, and he, he gave the example, you know, if we know that your son's going off to camp this summer and that he has allergies, we can add allergy medications to their cart um, or, you know, here are the things that they would recommend to prepare him for camp, etc. cetera. Um, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty interesting if they can do that. A lot of people, I mean, in my opinion, it almost sounds dystopian, right? Because it's not just like the, the recommendations one, but, uh, Gosby, she literally said like if they know that he's going to summer camp, um, they're going to add those things to your cart, not just recommend, but like add them to your cart. And in my opinion, that seems a little, I don't know. I, I wonder if there's a line there, like if things are added to your cart. Cause you know, what if you add a bunch of things to your cart, don't look what's already in there and you check it out. So I'm not sure um, how far that will go if they really will add things to your cart or if they're just going to be making the recommendations. So that will definitely be an interesting area to watch. Um, but, uh, you know, she did point out that Walmart isn't uh, only using GPT-4. Uh, they have other large language models as well. And actually, they Walmart began working on this quite a while ago. And they were originally using Google's BERT models, which were released back in 2018. Um, but she did say that the space is changing so rapidly that they don't really want to unnecessarily lock themselves in. So this is so. In- this is actually, I think, one of the biggest items of this whole story here is the fact that Walmart, right, they're trying to be on the cutting edge. They're trying to, you know, uh, push the needle as much as possible. They were originally using Google back in 2018, and Google kind of was the leader back then. And then all of a sudden we have Chad Chibiti and OpenAI who kind of have just snuck out from the sidelines and completely usurped them. And now these massive companies are saying, look, we don't want to be locked in. I'm sure Google like really wanted to keep them. But all of a sudden when these way more powerful technologies come out, uh, the big players, the Walmarts and the Amazons and everyone else are, are going to move somewhere else. Um, if they don't already have their own technology in-house, uh, like probably Amazon does then they're, they're going to go other places. So this is going to be really interesting to see, uh, you know, if Google starts to take their BERT model more seriously, if they start to up their game and, ch- and you know, try to claw back and, and keep Walmart in the fold. But this is, you know, this is something that we're seeing a lot of places like OpenAI really is disrupting. Um, and if people like uh, Google and other big tech giants that previously had kind of a lead in some of these areas, if they don't Really step up their game. They're going to lose a lot of market share and a lot of money in this space And you know a lot of people might be like, oh, whatever. It's not a big deal, right? Google makes 85% of their money from search This isn't, you know, that big of a deal for them But like if you look at where the market's going um, This is going to be a massive area in the future And so if they're not taking it seriously now, I think they're setting themselves up for some pretty massive uh, failures, so it's going to be pretty interesting um what they did say was that having that foundation to be able to build on uh aka having like the work they did with google in the past to build on is very exciting it's about putting these tools in the hands of the teams that are building these experiences and she said that i don't think it's going to be hard to leap uh it's going to be a hard leap for our customers once they start seeing what's possible so i mean that is a that's a pretty optimistic um statement there essentially they're saying like once people see how powerful this technology is and maybe how convenient it is and how much time it saves them um they're gonna they're gonna love it and you know as someone who who uh you know in our house we we do all of our shopping on Walmart we do Walmart delivery uh, so my wife you know she'll plan out what we are uh what we're eating this week and the, the meals and then she'll go and find it all on the Walmart app and it gets delivered to us and that already saves us a ton of time um I personally kind of hate going into Walmart with a giant grocery list and uh trying to find where everything is it's one of my least favorite experiences um but that being said if uh you go from you know the previous experience of finding it all on the app you still got to search for it but what if i just had my shopping list of all my stuff and i open up the app and i say Hey Walmart, add three cans of uh, corn, two cans of black beans, five can- five bags of to- or five tomatoes. Blah, blah blah. You just like say the whole thing, and they add it all to your cart. Oh my gosh, that's way faster than sitting there having to type it individually, find and search. Now, some people are going to be like, "Well, um, which tomato are they going to add to your cart? Is it going to be the most expensive one? Is it going to be the organic one? Is it going to be um, you know the one that's on sale? Are they going to try to like squeeze a little bit of money? Because for example, um, our my current experience is. Walmart does this thing called substitutions. So if they, like if you order a product on the app and they don't have it in that specific store, they'll substitute it for something different. Now in the past, um, you know, we we'd order like a, a specific organic bag of oatmeal. And if they didn't have it, they would swap it for, you know, a, a bigger or a more expensive one. And they would just charge you the same price as before. Now they've started charging you for the substitutions. And sometimes my, uh, my wife gets really annoyed because she'll order something um, really specific and they, you know, they, they come up with like a completely different brand or a completely different type. You know, she really wanted these whole wheat tortillas and then they, they give her the white tortillas and, just, you know, she ordered like 25 of them because we're having, a, you know, people over and they gave her like 10 of them. I don't know. There's just like different things that like it kind of like defeats the purpose of uh, what you're doing sometimes. And so it's going to be interesting to see if AI kind of exacerbates that problem. Um, and you know if people are going to get upset because they won't get the specific choice now That being said if you are in a rush and you want to get something done quick I can see this being you know You blast through your list of everything you want boom it adds it then you go search through it Then you're you see that it added like something specific you didn't want and you go and swap out a couple things I mean that already saves you uh, You know 50% of the time so I when, when you see something like this that's a lot simpler, a lot more convenient and saves you time, I don't see how this wouldn't be pretty popular with a vast, probably majority of their customers using the Walmart app. And so um, if that's the case, this is kind of a no-brainer for Walmart to, to really implement stuff like this. So something else interesting that they did mention they were looking at, right? Because they, they obviously this is that's a one interesting use case, but they want to integrate AI into everything they're doing. This whole area isn't just, you know, uh, text to um, large language models that are understanding text they actually said things like generative AI for imagery that they can use to generate 3d versions of their products um, would be really crazy and they said even if it can't do the whole thing completely if it just kind of gets them part of the way there and removes a lot of the manual process as is um, one really like popular common way for people to get 3d images of products right now and probably the most common way is that like essentially you have a special kind of camera uh, you have a special kind of setup, usually in a studio, where you'll take like a product, like let's say it's a shoe, and you'll stick it on, there's like two, there's a couple different ways to do it. Sometimes it's just a clear platform, sometimes it's like literally pins, It's like a pin on the bottom and a pin on the top. And either the camera or the, the product itself will spin around, but like in a perfect circle. Um, and like for these cameras that do like the, all the way around, it, it gets more intense. So And it's usually just like taking millions of photos sometimes. Um, of like every single angle and the the product doesn't move and then it's, you know, you, you get like this 3D view. So that's one way to do it. But they're saying, why do that when we can take a picture of the product, throw it into Mid Journey or another tool, um, I guess not Mid Journey for the 3D, making it 3D, but throw it into another tool that takes that image of the product and literally uh, renders a 3D version. So that's gonna be pretty insane. And that's not just Walmart, that's Amazon. That's like every single, um that's every single e-commerce person is going to be wanting to take advantage of that kind of capability. Um they did say that, you know, Walmart's obviously going to have to be pretty careful around copyright issues with that sort of thing when they're doing generative images. But the advantage is that Walmart uh, has a lot of their own data that they can use to to help them train and get them to a place where they can start to leverage a lot of those models without having to be so concerned about the copyright, right? Like they already have a lot of these images. They're not just pulling it from from online. They already have a lot of three D three D imaged products, so they're they're going to be able to build out some powerful models or build on top of ones that exist. So you know, when asked if Walmart was going to create a ChatGPT plugin, this is something a lot of people have talked about. Um, they they said that the company is certainly not taking anything off the table, but. You know, it's kind of about enabling the right kind of experiences and executing in the right way. So I think what they're saying by that is they don't really want to come up with some sort of product and then people call it, you know, gimmicky or like not useful and being like, why wouldn't I just use the Walmart app or go to the Walmart website where you have like sort of a more in-depth experience. Um, And they said at the end of the day, they're going to let their customers guide them on what it is they want. And if it benefits them, it's gonna be good for Walmart. So I think at the end of the day, if enough people start asking for something, they're gonna build it out. They've done a good job of really focusing and building out a solid tech team. It's gonna be really incredible to see how Walmart plays into this. They seem to be embracing AI wholeheartedly. Um, And the reason why this is so interesting is because it's gonna force a lot of the other players, Amazon, in particular, to embrace AI more in what they're doing. As we've kind of seen, um, AI or Amazon itself on their platform kind of shy away from AI. It's not such a big thing. Obviously, you know, AWS is integrating with Hugging Faces to host a lot of AI models. So, like, they're making AI plays, and Amazon just announced that they were going to invest in 25 generative AI companies. Well, actually, they said they're not investing, they're going to give them $300,000 of credits for AWS. So, I mean, You know, that's anyone would do that. I mean, Microsoft, that's a massive part of their investment to open AI. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if uh, Amazon starts taking this more seriously and a lot of other e-commerce people, uh, Spotify and a lot of the other players and see how they integrate